Hello from the future. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little little strange pre-recording episodes, isn't it? We're doing this. I mean, I hate to give away the magic of, of podcasting. But we're doing this. <laughs> Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. <laughs> but what is this? This is kind of like two weeks in advance here. Yeah. A little, yeah, little bit. Right. So, hey. <laughs> um, and I feel... Yeah, like I just said, this is a 10-minute podcast, and this is, I mean, we're talking about the crucifixion here. I feel like that is Yeah, and we'll be... talk about it more after, yeah. you know, after we go through the sermon. But, you know, as we're looking at this, this is sort of... The, I don't want to come into it lightly, is what it, I'm saying. It, this is a culmination of the things that that have been building. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus said in, in um, Luke 19.10 that the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost, it's easy for us to miss... That this is the point. This is the saving. He he did all of the seeking all the way up to now. But now this is the saving. This is where everything really comes to a head. And it's not not in the drama of the event in, in, in the Passion Week events that are that are happening here. Um, and we can look at you know all of the things that that make for good storytelling that we see in movies mm-hmm. and we see the you know the betrayal and the arrest and the denial and the the um unjust trial that that he goes through and this back and forth between Pilate and Herod and um, Jesus being condemned to death basically because the people shouted down justice I mean that's there's so much to unpack there. I wish we could spend a few more weeks on just the, the right. trial and, and what's happening there. Um, but but as we look at, it's not just that um, it's not just that he's un that he's being convicted of uh, of things that he didn't do, but he's being convicted because the masses, the people, us we have turned against him. Mm-hmm. We see the truth. We see the justice. The people knew. The leaders knew. Pilate knew. And they could not stop the evil from happening because it was in them. So while Pilate clearly is guilty of a miscarriage of justice, he was driven by the rest of us. And, and how, how often does that happen for oh us? Oh, man. You know? it, 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 even if you know something is not what you're supposed to be doing or right. even just not right, how easy is it for it to be influenced by well, and, anything? And, and, and not to cheapen it with with political stuff, but just seeing how things go in our day. To help us, uh, I, I guess I only say this, to try and help us put some flesh on it. Mm-hmm. We look at how things happen in politics. And, you know, we're in the middle of um, the presidential debates among the, the election the, season the, the is just kind of kicking off nominees and stuff and i'm watching people say things that i know they don't really believe right. because they believe that it's demanded of them right. that the the masses all the the energy in the room is pushing toward this particular it's almost fear direction. driven it really is and it, and and you see that happening here so when we look at it like well how can that happen well it's it's happening we mm-hmm. see it happening and that's that's the only takeaway from that i really like for us to see as we're going into it is we see today people doing things that that are just 
so out of character, specifically, just so I, I don't want to be nebulous about it if I'm going to try and help people put flesh on it. Joe Biden has, for 40 years, stood for the Hyde Amendment. He has backed it, sponsored it, promoted it, defended it. But right now, the, the, the particular zeitgeist that we're dealing with, particularly in that party, is, is so pro-abortion, is mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. anti-life. Mm-hmm. And yes, I know those are loaded terms, and I intend for them to be loaded terms. That is a heinous evil without any question. Enough said. We can save that for another topical podcast. But because of the push, the, mo- the momentum, the energy in the room... You have Biden now coming out against the Hyde Amendment because he can't get the groundswell among his party without that, even though he doesn't really believe it. Mm-hmm. And he's always said that. And I think that's kind of a picture, and I'm not saying this as a condemnation or indictment as much as as an observation. It it stands or falls on its own merit, but... But as we see that happening here, Pilate has a particular conviction. Mm-hmm. We want to act like he doesn't. But he comes out and he says, this guy's not guilty of death. I'm going to punish him and release him. Uh, I'm going to turn him back. And the people shout him down, mm-hmm. right? you got to think about that from his standpoint, what that has to look like in that moment, what yeah. that has to feel like. And as a leader, you have to be above that. Right. As a Roman governor, you have to be above that. But we get to that place where this has all turned. It's all twisted. Mm-hmm. And now Jesus is led away to be crucified. And and Luke includes this little uh, blurb about the um, um, man from Cyrene. And they're like, what does that have to do with any of this? Uh, they seized Simon from Cyrene, who was on his way in from the country, and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. So why Simon of Cyrene? Why, why are you specifically mentioning women? So there are some things to, to unpack from that. But as we move forward through this, incidentally, um, Ray Boltz, uh, a former Christian artist, who, uh, I think would still call himself a Christian artist, um, had a great song um, about this uh, called Watch the Lamb that uh, is this picture. You sang that of, one year at Easter, didn't you? Yes, <laughs> unfortunately for everyone involved. <laughs> But the but it's a great song, um, a song in capturing that moment of what it must have been like for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, that, I apologize for the digression. Then Jesus in verse twenty eight, and, and I think this is this is big. It says, "Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me." Uh, he's going to be crucified. He's already in the midst of the crucifixion. They're taking the cross. They're taking him to Golgotha. And as these women are are following and mourning and wailing, think of the emotion, the roller coaster of emotion. You go from being heralded as the king as you come into Jerusalem to being shouted down into an unjust crucifixion by the masses saying, crucify him, release the traitor, release the murderer so that the innocent man is killed, specifically naming you by name to be murdered in this. Not just killed, but brutally humiliated it's and not just killed. you know yeah this is a horrible thing and while this is going on as he's going to it 
It's no longer a question. It's inevitable. It's happening. And in reality, it's always been inevitable right. since before the creation right. of, the, of the world. But, <clears throat> but this is in the midst of it. In the midst of it, he says, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the barren women, the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nurse. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if men do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it, when it is dry? When it comes to the, the fullness, when the Holy Spirit is removed in restraining evil, and all of these end times things that he's been talking about come to fruition, <clears throat> you think what you're seeing now, the, the great mourning that you're feeling right now, you think that is heavy? You, you, you're overwhelmed by it. Can you imagine what's going to happen when the Holy Spirit is removed, when all things are coming to an end and, and time has reached maturity? Mm -hmm. It's going to get so much worse. You're going to wish you never had children for the misery that will come upon your children. Mm -hmm. And then we have the two other men in verse 32, both criminals, also led out with them to be executed. And when they came to the place called the Skull, that's the, the name of Golgotha, there they crucified him along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. So Jesus, in the midst of this, is still thinking of them. He's still thinking of the mission. He's thinking of the people. And he's even now, for the people holding the hammer in their hand, those who are are taking him to the cross, those who shouted crucify him, those who unjustly convicted him of crimes he did not commit so that he could die without sin for those of us who are full of, full of sin. He's and he says, them forgive them, Lord. They're, they're doing this in ignorance. They've been, they've been blinded by sin. They've been blinded by the enemy. They don't understand. Forgive them. <laughs> and in a ironic juxtaposition as he's doing this they divide up his clothes by casting lots they're gambling over his clothes right. while he's praying to god on their behalf there's a uh, uh, steve camp back in the 80s did a song called playing games at the foot of the cross that yeah. that captures this idea and, and so often we've done that same thing jesus dies for us and and we're playing games we're playing religious games uh, debating whether or not to trust the Word of God in, in different things, how we can be Christian and embrace uh, a lifestyle of fornication or of homosexuality or of whatever else, whether it's okay for Christians to cuss a little. I, I love seeing... And I love I, Jesus, but I cuss a little. Yeah, well, I, that sheet I just on a love that. Or when whatever. I say love it, I mean absolutely hate and despise right, it. And right. I, I showed a T-shirt like that in the store to my... To my uh, eighth grade daughter and I said Emma tell me what's wrong with this and she just shook her head rolled her eyes and walked away <laughs> this is too obvious right. like, this is this is really stupid but that's what we do we play games at the foot of the cross Christ is dying for us crying out to the father for our forgiveness while we're the ones doing this mm -hmm. every Christian should have burned on their hearts Romans 5 8 God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners while we're still doing this Christ died for us. And we see that picture carried out so clearly here in the act of the crucifixion. And the people are watching. The rulers even sneered at him. He and they said, he saved others. Let him save himself if he's the Christ of God, the chosen one. The soldiers mocked him. And they wrote this mocking note and attached it above him, which read, this is the king of the Jews. 
One of the criminals who who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. The other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said? Since you're under the same sentence, we're punished justly. We're getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. This is such a picture that we should cling to. We've talked already about... um, the, the mirror that we see here of the Pharisees and so on. And I know I'm over time, but I, I just want to complete the thought and then I'll stop. <clears throat> this is where we need to find ourselves. Don't you fear God? This death sentence that you see Jesus dying, this is our sentence that we earned, that our sins deserve. We rightly are being crucified. He's done nothing wrong. This is the trade, the one who has no sin dying in our place for our sin. And then in repentance, he says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Two two criminals, same situation, same option. One mocks, the other says, Lord, save me. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth, today you'll be with me in paradise. You know how I, I again I know we're over time too. How many times have I heard that very story? <clears throat> this is the first time I'm seeing it as that's me, that's yeah. us. What a, what a picture that is. Yeah. Um, okay. There's <laughs> there's obviously a lot to talk about here. How heavy um, it is when the right. scripture becomes a mirror for us. Right. Uh, yeah. There's obviously a lot to talk about here. We'll uh, gather ourselves before next week, hopefully. I doubt it. Um, so yeah if you guys have any questions about about this one uh, uh now's the time to get them in uh feel free to email us something real at real life uh leave a voicemail you're running out of time because i'm not going to ask next year um so she says and uh or you can leave a uh a comment on facebook whatever form of communication carry your pigeon we like it all so thank you for listening and we will see you next time